and I ended up <laughs> getting sick. I had high blood pressure yeah. because working so much and I'm putting this extra pressure on myself. God and my body was like, you need to calm down. Mm-hmm. You can still progress. You're doing great, but you don't have to put as much pressure on yourself. Um, so that honestly, when I got sick was the first time I honestly, and it was hard for me to do because I had practiced so long mm-hmm. going so hard with pressure and letting pressure be that, that gasoline in my car, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a while for me to, to learn that I can work five hours out of the day and take a good hour break and not feel bad for that hour. That's right. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Everything's Okay, mental health podcast brought to you by the one and only Crazy Ant Media. (laughs) We're super excited today because we're going to be talking about pressure and what that means in society and what that means like your own self-pressure that you put on. Um, Today we're super excited though because we have the one and only Charlie Hudson III. Oh my goodness. We had him on ITCAP podcast and this guy is such a gem. So I was just so excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. Thank you all for having me back. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, we we knew we had to. Like Logan said, it was just a no brainer that we had to have you on to talk about it. Um, uh, you, you, because you know, if you think back about the interview on ITCAF, we kind of talked about a little bit the pressures of what this industry can do and and that we're in and all this. So this is going to be a good conversation. Agreed. Yeah. I uh, I actually think you might have been one of the first people we started talking about mental health with. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so, because it, yeah, it was right around your time. So I think you may have been the first person. All the fans, go back and listen. Go <laughs> go back and see if he was the first one we started talking about uh, pressure with. But of course, the obvious is the pressure of the entertainment industry and trying to, you know, not compare yourself to others and to not, you know, have that sense of I should be here at this age instead of, you know, just enjoying the process. I think specifically for me that Mm -hmm. it hasn't been too bad. Sometimes I, I, I pressure myself to work too hard and that causes burnout. So that can definitely like lead into, you know, we talk about depression and things like that here too. So that can lead into depression and just feeling like I want to lock myself away in a room, but I feel like, you know, you can't do that because when it comes to this industry, you need to be basically 100% all the time because it's a 24-7 gig. Um, yes. So to be able to, you know, take take the pressure as kind of like uh, motivation in a sense to where you know <laughs> when to do and when to don't, I think that's the more, most important thing. But that's kind of the pressure I deal with in what we do is trying to be like, okay, we have to get there as quick as possible when it's not necessarily always like that. You got to just do what you can to keep your mental health sane at the same time so you can be better for the next day. Mm, for exactly. sure. <laughs> I totally agree with everything you just said. Expect. Talking about the industry specifically, um, you're right. We have the pressures of, we have our dream. Uh-huh. And our dream is to have one audition, make it big, have every script in the world come in our direction. And we're doing all of them. We're filming all the time, on stage all the time. And even though that dream is possible, and uh-huh. we are striving to, to, to make that possible, the thing sometimes with the pressure is, that I've found that helps me is remembering where I've come from mm. along the way, mm. because I feel like pressure comes in different waves. Oh yeah. Uh, it's really pressure. It's a, it's really a lot of pressure. Like before you get a role, because you're working so hard with the audition, trying to make sure you get it right. Then you're waiting, 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 waiting to hear back. Then once you get it, it's a slightly different pressure because mm-hmm. now like, I want to make sure I do good. I want to make sure I do good. Those different pressures, um, I think, teaches us a lot about ourselves. Mm. <clears throat> because, like you said, it's it's they 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 one the one before it teaches you that 
yes, this particular point in time, I might not be working, but it doesn't negate the fact that I'm not an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, Me working on the auditions and preparing, that's still doing my art. Mm -hmm. That's right. Perfecting my art. So if you think about it in those terms, which I try to do, I try to do, um, and and I don't have all the answers, but I'm, you know, just saying what I try to do. Exactly. That kind of helps out a lot and, and, and alleviates some of that pressure. Well, I, I like what you just said about looking back at how far you've come, because I think the, the pressure that, that, that I used to put myself under a lot was living under someone else's definition of success. Right. Like I'm not a success because I haven't done this or I haven't done that. But who is anyone else to define your success? Or if you are a success, it should be you. Or do you define what is success for you? Because this is a long game industry. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, like you said, it does happen occasionally. Somebody will get that first one right out of the gate and become a big star and great. But for most people in this industry, it's a long game. And, And if you can get into the habit of recognizing that instead of the habit of going, well, I didn't get a film here and I'm not on a TV show here. I'm not a regular here and I I don't have a thousand or a million dollars here and start putting that pressure on yourself that you're somehow a failure and not succeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a very dangerous game for the mental health because allowing someone else to define what is or what is not success, that is yeah. all you. And I feel like to have a strong mental game in this industry, you have to realize your own self-worth and not have somebody put the pressure of someone else's self-worth on you, right? Exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree. Because like, like you said, once we start comparing ourselves to, to each other, we lose track of what the actual goal is. Right. Now we're trying to do what someone else is doing as opposed to let me focus on myself and move forward. And, and, and that takes so much more pressure off. <clears throat> and then, like you said, then we have the opportunity to actually sit back and know that the pressure that we're putting on ourselves or the, the pressure of the, of the industry itself is kind of an illusion sometimes. Yeah. Because we know that we're still moving forward. Like like I said, once you look back and see, like for me, my first, I said like my first performance might have been in a um, a talent show. Mm-hmm. So looking from a talent show to where I am now, each time over the years or over, shoot, the months. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Days or hours, you know, when when that pressure or that voice in your head starts to creep in. And says, "Oh, you should be here, or you should be doing this." Um, I, I try to look back at those different things, like, "Wow, I actually did a show at that particular time, or I, once I did this, or I graduated, or I did all those different uh, stepping stones bring you to this point." So that helps a, a, a lot, a lot. It definitely helps a lot for okay. sure. And I feel like a huge misconception is, you know. Once you get to whatever point you define as success, you think mm-hmm. all of the other stuff will go away. And that's not yeah. that's not how it goes at all. I was listening to oh. another podcast uh, by comedians. You know, they just shoot the shit, talk back and forth. And they were talking about their scale and about before how they were, you know, a husband and wife comedian couple, they were sharing one charger. Like they would have to figure out who who needed the charger right. more. And, uh, and they were like, oh, once we get this certain amount of money, everything's going to be okay. But everything's financially okay, but your schedule, become it needs to be more precise. And yeah. you, you still have the mental health aspect in the sense of are you happy with what you're doing and all yeah. of these different things. So I think that is also very important when it comes to, you know, the pressure you put on yourself. That's why it's the book starts and stops with you and how you approach every single day. I think yes. that is so important because – it's there's not a level, you know, to where you're like, okay, I'm good, everything's fine, I'm happy as can be, I can settle down, have a family. There's never a good time for any of it, um, yeah. but you just have to be happy in everyday life, and that's how you, you know, you gain your freedom for yourself. You know, but what yeah. you just said, that's a really good point too, because I feel like w- with the husband and wife team there, or just any time where it's a team involved, right? There's a partnership, or when you just said, is there a right time or a wrong time? 
time to start a family and stuff. That's an additional pressure added on because then it becomes you don't want to let them down. Right. Now it's not just you're not letting yourself down if you don't feel like you're you're accomplishing, but it's like I, I I have to do this for them, and if I don't get this and I don't get this, I'm letting them down. I'm somehow failing my wife, or I'm failing my child, or I'm failing my yeah. partner, and that can be a whole different level of you know pressure of putting onto your again self. These people, I'm sure, are not like, oh, you didn't do this or you did, but you put <laughs> yeah. that pressure on yourself because now you have more responsibility and more people in your life that you feel like you have to to, to live up to, and mm-hmm. and that's difficult, right? It is. It totally is. Speaking of family, uh, I'm extremely close with my family. Uh, I'm the youngest grandchild. My grandmother passed two years ago, but before she passed, just sporadically, she and I would talk on the phone almost every, at least every Saturday and Sunday. But throughout the week, we would like talk four or five minutes here and there. But Saturday and Sunday, we really had long conversations. Yeah. But I say maybe like seven years before she passed, she just started out of the blue. We could be talking about anything, talking about basketball. And she's like, you know, I'm ready for you to get married and have kids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and the funniest one, um, I was backstage doing a show, and we were laughing about something. It was an intermission. We were laughing about something. I can't actually remember. But I was like, no, 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 I'm going to tell you. I'm going to call my grandmother and, and put her on the phone so she could tell you. Called her and she agreed with whatever we were talking about. And then she was like, Are y'all helping him uh, find somebody so he can get me some? Oh my goodness. Okay, okay, Grandma, I'm going to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) But again, as cute and as as funny as it is, that pressure, you know, started to build and build and build because, of course, I want my grandmother to, you know, see her grandchild. Um, Of course, now that that particular aspect of it can't happen, but um, that pressure was there. Mm -hmm. I love how she did it, though. She didn't beat me over the head with it. It was just, you know, a reminder here and there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's all about, like you said, how I take it. That's Um, exactly right. Yep. Yeah. I could have let it, like, really uh, uh, trap me in this thing of, like, okay, I have to find somebody. I have to. Right. And and then end up in a relationship that's not right. Exactly. That wouldn't be even good for the kid. But hey, the kid is here. So my grandmother. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's all of these different aspects. Because in that same regard, you know, being a filmmaker and being an actor is a grind. And that takes Mm -hmm. a lot of time and a lot of, you know, effort out of you. Uh, So for me, my parents are in a whole different state. They're about 10 hours away. And, you know, trying to figure out, you know, when we're making business trips and when we're, you know, going anywhere, like trying to come down there and see them for holidays and stuff. So that becomes a pressure in the sense of, you know, I, I talk to my mother frequently and probably like once or twice a week for like good 30 minute conversations. And it's just like, you know, I miss you. I would love to see you. And I'm like, I, I know I get it. I'm sorry. Like, it's one of those things where you're like, they're not trying to put that on you, but it's just like, they just want to remind you, Hey, we're still here too. But again, it's all about how you react to things and how you tell your internal self, like, they're just telling you they miss your presence and they miss loving you and like all that stuff. They're not, they're not telling you to go down there right now. Like she's not yeah. telling you to, hey, have a kid with a woman you barely know or anything like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's different things. So it's it's very interesting how like, you know, one can unintentionally self-sabotage themselves with the pressure, right? I mean, yeah. what, is, what is that about? Because I feel like right now in your case, you know, your daughter is fully grown, can take care of herself, all of this stuff, but you still feel the pressure to try to do things to help take care of her. I do. I mean, I feel like as a parent, you're all, that's always a thing, right? Like she could, she's amazing and she's doing great and she's just killing it in the world. And yet, but as a father, you feel like if I don't provide some assistance, if I don't give some help, I'm, I'm letting her down. Like, no, that's what a parent does. You have to take care of your child and, you know, but I agree with you. I think I think that it, it is I think the people that go really dark and really like are the people who who do let it get to them. They don't realize that it was just in a joking manner, right? Like, hey, I really do want to see my grandchild, but I'm joking with you. I'm not like putting this yeah. on there. I think it's the people that take everything to heart everything seriously. They start to go down that dark path of, well, my grandma died and I didn't have a kid. 
oh my gosh, now I let her down. And now you start yeah. to go down that depression hole where you, you feel like, well, if I didn't get that done, what else am I not going to get done? And then you really yeah. start to, you know, who else am I letting down? Who else am I going to do? You know, and that's the dangerous thing. I think that to, if you don't have a positive attitude and you don't have a self-awareness, that's when you get in trouble. And, uh, we, you know, and you start to go down those dark holes of, of like letting the pressure get to you. And um, I did that for a while. After my brother died, I like we were so close. I just made like, OK, well, now I'm going to become everything that he expected me to become because he's the first person to believe in me. He's the first person that didn't laugh when I said, I'm going to direct a film one day. I'm going to do this. And when he passed, it became so much pressure of I have to do this now because he believed in me and I can't let him down now. You know, I have to be this person that he always thought that I was or should be. And um, and I went down a dark hole there for a little while about like, well, I'm not there yet. I'm not getting there. I'm letting him down. How can I, you know, and I had I didn't always have a supportive family. And so I felt like, you know. There was a lot of, well, he died. Maybe it should have been me instead of him because I'm not getting it done. I'm failing in what he could have had so much. And to put that kind of pressure on yourself and to start to go down that hole was a very dangerous game for me. And it did affect my family. It did affect my marriage. It did because I was always striving to, I've got to do, I've got to do, I've got to do. And like what you were saying, sometimes you've just got to step back mm -hmm. go I don't have to I have to relax I have to take a break I have to I can't work 24 7 I've got to do better and um I think to have people around you and let's talk about this a little bit because I think it is important for people to be around you that know the signs uh-oh yes. uh-oh he's going down there right and because so many times I feel like these tragedies with mental health happen when the signs are ignored or people are not seeing them and we get we start to we start to get in trouble right yeah I 100% agree, 100% agree. <clears throat> I, I uh, remember in undergrad, I had, I had a sign on the ceiling above my bed and one above the TV that said, you should be working. Mm. And every time I was sitting, I was like, oh yeah, I should be working, I should be working. I would start doing something. And I was putting extra pressure on myself because at the time I literally had a 3.9 GPA. Oh, wow. Mm. But in my mind, I was like, I still have to be doing more. I still have to be doing more. Um, and I took that through grad school all the way through my career, that same mentality. And I ended up <laughs> getting sick. I had high blood pressure. Yeah. Oh because working so much and I'm putting this extra pressure on myself, God and my body was like, you need to calm down. Mm -hmm. You can still progress. You're doing great, but you don't have to put as much pressure on yourself. Um, so that honestly, when I got sick was the first time I honestly, and it was hard for me to do because I had practiced so long mm -hmm. going so hard with pressure and letting pressure be that, that gasoline in my car, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, so it took a while for me to, to learn that I can work five hours out of the day and take a good hour break and not feel bad for that hour break. That's right. That's right. You know, and then feel like, okay, I took an hour break. Well, shoot, now I have to do another 10, <laughs> five hours. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, you're still moving forward. My dad always said, um, and he says it now, and it used to get on my nerves <clears throat> when we would do road trips because he would always drive like right at the speed limit or just a little bit above. Yeah. <laughs> five miles above. I'm like, Dad, hurry up. He's like, as long as the wheels are spinning, we're going to get there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that that I've had to learn mm -hmm. as far as pressure is concerned. It's like I don't have to press, 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 press because it's going to happen. I'm, I'm, the wheels are still moving forward. As long as I'm moving forward, everything's going to happen. Um, and you're absolutely right when it comes to having one, recognizing for yourself <laughs> when you have triggered yourself right. when it comes yep. to different pressures and having people around that you trust, um, that can see it, not only see it, but also hear it sometimes because, um, a lot of my close friends don't actually live in town mm -hmm. and live in the same city. And we have all, thank God, have been so in tune with each other that we could hear in each other's voice, like, Hey, what's going on? As soon as we get on the phone, it's like, Hey, how you doing? 
like what's wrong mm, yeah yeah <laughs> something isn't right that's right um and sure enough sometimes it's you so it's like pulling teeth to get some people to talk but i feel like even just that that question of are you okay are you all right kind of helps what's the what's the I guess it, it helps you remember that there is a, a pressure valve to, to relieve yeah. some of that pressure. That's just right. Just to talk to someone else, you know. Um, one of my really, and I'm going to say this without getting emotional, but my childhood friend, Stephen Boss, mm-hmm. um, every, you know, Twitch. And, you know, we just lost him. <clears throat> I still haven't been able to read everything and look at everything. Right. Um, like we lit, we 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 hung out every day in summer camp. Um, we had our 16th birthday party together. We were texting back and forth maybe like a month or so before his mm-hmm. passing. Um, and that's one that I wish we would have instead of just texting. I wish we would have called each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would have changed anything. If I would have heard anything, um, because that's the other thing. As artists, we all have very different schedules mm-hmm. um so we don't really know what's going on in each other's lives and like you were saying for the most part we have to be on all the time mm-hmm. yep um, so you know the big smile and the hey how you doing and and everything can be masking a ton of pressure mm-hmm. um but it is sometimes up to us as the individual um and I'm glad now mental health is becoming a, a broader aspect in, in just the zygast mm-hmm. of the world right now. Most definitely. Because now our even our representatives can, you know, you can actually say to them, hey, I might, these are too many auditions right now. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me some time or, you know, and it, and it not be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Un- knowing that the pressure valve is there that you have people that you can rely on to help. Sometimes just talking about stuff helps alleviate it. You know? Oh, most definitely. And I mean, you brought up masking and a lot of people do put on masks because especially yeah. us as entertainers, you know, it's so easy for us because acting mm-hmm. and, you know, creating, creating stories and all of these different things, that's second nature. That's like the back of our hand. Yeah. So yeah. being able to, you know, see through that, see through yeah. the forest to see the trees uh, is yeah. so very important. I have two instances myself. Um, one of my best friends, he was uh, going to be a groomsman in my wedding. He just recently died over the same thing. And not being able, we were different states away. So it's always hard to try to, you know, keep that relationship going and to keep that contact. And I actually just saw him because we went to a mutual friend's wedding um, probably about two months prior to, you know, his passing. Um, and it, it honestly was the best night of my life because he got to meet my fiance. Uh, they had never met before, and I hadn't seen anybody, him specifically, in like four years, like face to face. Like we would Facetime and stuff, but it's never the same as like getting to getting in the room and being with <laughs> yeah. each other and like talking about stories that only him and I know about. That's something so special, and I've I've had to deal with a little bit of you know being worried about my family as well because all of my siblings they suffer from anxiety and depression as well um trauma and my mother as well there was actually and my mother almost uh well she attempted to take her own life when i was in high school and that that was a lot of pressure on me because that was the point where i felt like you know one that morning her and i got into an argument and so I put a lot of that pressure on myself, like, you know, it was my fault. I caused her to be in this place. And, you know, I just feel like that can that can weigh the other person down. And that can honestly weigh anybody who is around the situation down. So I feel like it's very important to just check in on everybody just whenever you get a chance. Even if you even if you don't necessarily see any signs or if they're not showing any signs, because like we talked about. People wear masks and they're very good at it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So just to be able to stay in constant communication 
with everyone, I feel like is very important, specifically for me, because I'm a little antisocial. So I'm trying to do better this year <laughs> about just, you know, fucking reaching out and being yeah. that, you know, that correspondence to where, hey, are you okay? You type know, of situation. A couple of different things there, because, you know, it, because of the masks and everything, and, and going back to what you said, Charlie, about even if it's just, hey, how you doing? I think that sometimes people just want to know they're seen. Right, mm-hmm. like, like it, 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 that is enough. Just the "Hey, how you doing?" says, "Oh, they see me. I'm, yes. I'm here. They know, you know." And that's more apt to help them open up if they are having problems, if they are mm-hmm. masking it, if they know that they're yeah. seen. Um, but the the other side of that too that that you were talking about is I don't think p- enough people correlate the mental with the physical like you were talking about with yourself where you were putting so much pressure on yourself and so much on this that that you started to get sick because mental health is directly related to physical health as well and a lot of times you can put yourself into real trouble physically by the stress and the pressure that you're putting yourself through mentally and if someone's not there like you said to turn off the pressure valve and say (laughs) hey you gotta let you gotta like let that go then then that can start to be a real problem them. Um, so sometimes it is, and, and like you just said, Logan, even if it's just to say hi, even if there's no signs and you think everything is great, just say hi anyway. How you doing mm-hmm. today? Mental health check. What you doing? Because that might be the one thing that saves that person that says somebody finally sees me. They asked me if I'm okay. Because I feel yeah. like a lot of times... I mean, I've been in this situation. I know you guys have probably been in this situation where you feel like you don't want to be a bother to them. You don't want them getting mad at you because you keep asking them, are you okay? But I feel like if you know, because like you said, Charlie, when you hear it, you can tell, right? So if you know, keep asking. Who cares if you're bothering them? Keep asking because the second you stop asking is the second it's too late, right? I would rather them hate me for constantly bothering them to them – instead of them not being here where I didn't ask and I didn't bother them. Right. So I feel like sometimes feeling like you're a burden to somebody or being a problem to somebody gets in the way of recognizing that. Right. Um, and then it can lead to the pressure that you were talking about pressure and guilt, where Mm -hmm. if something happens and then you put that on yourself that you did this or you didn't do this and that's why this happened. And that's another whole form of pressure and guilt that we can't deal with. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And like you were saying, just being seen is something I started doing. Um, Oh, man, I guess it might have been. I put it into my daily routine, actually, in grad school. uh, um, Facebook started to remind you when your friends had a birthday. Yeah. I just put it in my morning routine every day. I will say happy birthday to every single person just because I was like, Everyone needs to have at least one person tell them happy birthday. Yes. Every particular day. And <clears throat> like we were saying, we don't know what goes on in each person's individual life. But if I could just say happy birthday to one person, if that's the one that they got that day, they at least know that somebody's thinking of them. You know? And yep. you know what's uh, really special about that? I just <laughs> I posted a happy birthday to my mom actually and you commented on it, happy birthday, and I messaged I screenshot it and messaged her because <laughs> we were watching Arcav eighty one together and I was just like, Look who said happy birthday to you. That is actually that's like full circle right there. That's so funny. That's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes birthdays are the day that's the worst for people. I'm I'm old, or I'm I'm this, or I'm that, and they're feeling like at their worst possible point. Yes. So to get a happy birthday and say, "Hey, we appreciate you, we love you," you know, we that might be the one thing that changes the whole scope of the day for them. Because I know yeah. a lot of people when you start getting up, there, you start dreading birthdays, right? Yeah. So to have that person just say, "Hey, I appreciate you, I love you, happy birthday," that's a great thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right because you start putting checklists on each, <laughs> oh, each birthday. Yeah. Like I, I remember when I uh, when I was in grad school or just finished grad school, some of my high school uh, um, friends and classmates and stuff they were getting married, just bought a house, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm 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 doing vocal warm ups. <laughs> you know yeah, mean? yeah. So, uh, like I said, thank goodness. Looking back at what what I knew I wanted for my life, my dream, mm-hmm. and looking, you know, every step by step by step. That was 
honestly the one reason why I didn't break down. I was like, oh my God, everyone's, they're doing all this other stuff and they have a family, they have a white picket fence and I'm saying tongue twisters to make sure I'm <laughs> up for this, this show that I'm about to do right now, you know? Yep. <laughs> it's such an interesting too, because that's a different aspect as well. Like the pressure I feel like that we put on ourselves as men, uh, in the sense mm-hmm. of, you know, we, we need to be a provider. We need to take care of everybody. You know, if you're not in a relationship or starting a family, we need to take care of our mom. We need to take care of our dad. Like, or like, and like, it's just crazy because like, once we get to a certain point, we have to step back and realize, you know, that that's their life you know it we we can be here with the positive vibes the prayers but we can't we can't involve ourselves in that unless they ask you know mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. in some instances you you have to be strong enough to say i can't do that because i'm focusing on myself right now so it's the all of those different things i think that's very important and another reason why we wanted to you know start this podcast specifically is because not enough men talk about mental health and the pressure that it puts on them because you've always heard man up bottle it up don't talk to anybody about it so it's always something that's very important and especially it's very important to take that pressure off of not wanting to fix something for people or not wanting to take care of people so it's it's a whole thing man it's so <laughs> it <is>. wild <laughs> and all of that is what led to like like we were saying earlier about <clears throat> getting sick mm-hmm. you know yeah i want to make sure that not only i was still doing good in my academics but my extracurricular stuff the the theater the marching band uh mentoring and then just the overall i want to make sure my family is proud yep. of everything that i'm doing and that i'm able to show up for them whenever they have something going on and and that 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 pressure just builds and builds and builds and you have to have a release like one thing and i'm i'm it was funny once we messaged back and forth about it i i sat and thought maybe like 15 minutes right right after our first initial message about this was like what was something that i used to do that i haven't been doing lately especially because of the quarantine yeah that was like a pressure valve release and it was going bold mm. for me um just the sound of the balls rolling throughout yeah. the thing and the repetition of trying to get the same movement over and over again uh was so relaxing and i was like i have to go bowling before <laughs> i have to go bowling again yeah because i missed that feeling of no matter how anxious I was or stressed out about whatever before, like walking into the bowling alley, walking out of it, I always felt a hundred times better. Um, so uh, that's another thing I, I always try to do is think of different things that helps uh, alleviate some of that pressure, some of that stress. Um, I know when it comes to auditions, one of the things that I always would do as soon as the audition was done, it, it's a little different now, but I still do it now when we would actually go into the room, as soon as I'm done, as soon as I walk out of the room, yeah, thank you, and close the door, I immediately rip up the paper and throw it in the trash. Yeah. That's yeah. relief right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's like, get that off. And then I would try to either go watch a movie if I had a, a, a something to take my mind completely off of it. Now I still do the same thing. Once I'm done with the self-tape, I see which one, which take I want to do cool i put a star by it rip it up and throw it in the trash then i you know send it in but um finding different little things that brings you joy Mm. because i think pressure if pressure is taken the wrong way it sucks the joy out of whatever you're doing absolutely um because like you were saying you were still accomplishing a lot of things but you were doing it in a dark manner or it was taking you in a dark way right still finding that joy within it is 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 the good thing i i love that and i love the bowling story because that that plays into self-care is extremely important and you you need to know what makes you happy and not lose sight of that for me for you it was bowling for me it's drawing i like i like to sketch and and i like to do that as well yeah and and so (laughs) yeah and i got out of it for years just for whatever reason i had lost that and it used to bring me so much joy to be able to just sit down and go hey i'm gonna draw my favorite character i'm gonna draw Mm -hmm. this or that and for whatever reason i just lost that and recently during covid like 
like like yourself. I I picked up the sketch pad for the first time in ever and drew something, and I'm like, wait, yeah. hey, I remember, I really like this. It's a good it's a good escape, right? It's just me yeah. and the pencil and the pad, and I'm not worried about anything around me. I'm just in a happy place, and I'm and I'm doing it, and I feel creative, and with that. It inspires me creatively in other areas to do yeah. other things, right? But without that, you know, if you don't if you don't look inward and go, okay, what makes me happy? Let me get back to that. You know, then it starts to get dark and ugly. So yeah, I've been and and this uh, talk about pressure. <laughs> I set myself a goal of okay, I'm going to draw a picture every week for the whole year, so 52 pictures. <laughs> and now I'm behind, and I'm like, shit, yeah. I'm behind. I'm not doing 52 pictures. But I quickly kicked that. I said, you know what? Yeah. Just draw when you're feeling it. Exactly. You don't need yeah. 52 pictures. Don't yeah. make this a bad thing. Keep it a good thing. So, Keep it a good thing. Yeah. yeah, but I love that. You Knowing what makes you happy. For you, it's like Frisbee golf or like go, going out yeah. and doing stuff, I, right? Uh, like, it's very different because, yeah, I do love disc golf. That's such a good way to get out into nature and just like be with some buddies, do whatever you're doing. But another one is actually video games, uh, specifically uh, yeah. adventure video games that tell a story throughout, um, kind of like, you know, Red Dead Redemption or The Last of Us. Um, that's so good that gets turned into a TV show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think uh, I think it's the act of, you know, you're actually maneuvering through a world that's not yours. So that mm. just completely yeah. distracts me from what's going on in my life. All I'm worried about is this character and what's going on in their life. And so, yeah. yeah, it's very, very, um, very therapeutic in a sense to just take yeah. me out of my body a little bit and just go into an alternate reality, I guess you could say. Yeah. Video games are the same for me as well. But for some reason, honestly, I think it was the quarantine. Yeah. Uh, because I moved away from trying to play video games so much until mm-hmm. I tried to start back drawing. And then I got on this whole baking thing where I started <laughs> making blueberry muffins. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah yeah same same video red dead redemption was one for me and college football once they got oh, first yeah year. yeah but they're bringing it back which i'm glad about that's right <laughs> i love that's that right. yeah. isn't it so like difficult to um just have so many different I guess passions, you could say, like in the sense of, you know, either cooking or drawing or video mm-hmm. games, or I'm trying to get into art right now. And in the sense of trying to figure out different styles of art and which one I like the best and going through everything, it's like, man, I don't have time for all of this stuff. And so the, the pressure of the pressure of, you know, trying to do all of these things, but it's like, you know, you can do them at your leisurely pace in a sense, you know, you don't necessarily have to learn all of these different pillars of art. Like right now you can, you know, just look at it whenever I can and, you know, go with the flow in that sense. So I think it's been very fun though. Yeah. That's one reason why I haven't joined a bowling league. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. It's fun to me. And I'm like, I know as soon as I make it, well, it's competitive when I like have my friends or something. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But that's not really competitive. But if I get in the league and we're on a team, no. That's I mean, different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> competitive and then it's gonna take the fun out of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that the fun, the fun, the the escape, that's the valve. Right. And you don't yeah. yeah. And you don't want to get rid of that. So no. you know, that's important though, because that's another thing we were talking about with the warning signs or paying attention. If you know something is a big thing in someone's life and all of a sudden you see they're not doing it, right? Like they're not so often going there. Why? Right? Like, like it could be something easy. It could be like, oh, no, I've got this scheduling conflict and I'm doing this and this, but I can't get to it or whatever. But it could be other things. Why did they stop doing something that they enjoy so much doing, right? And it could be a progressive thing. Just little tiny things like that that if you pay attention to and just ask a question, hey, man, you haven't drawn in a while. Why not? What's going on yeah. there? Or even seeing the physical aspect of it, right? If someone's starting to get sick, they're not as motivated, they're not as upbeat, the mm-hmm. energy's not there or whatever, that could be more mental, right? You don't know. Yeah. You just assume, oh, he must get a cold or something. But what if it is the mental aspect bringing them down, causing that depression, causing the anxiety and not wanting to get out and do things and stuff? It's, it's just little things like that, I feel like, with the mental health game that so many people – miss and don't pay attention Mm -hmm. to it's like so i always try to stress everybody now especially is like if you notice anything off ask 
right? That's yeah. the first way to the first thing is ask. You know, you're normally so upbeat and happy. Why are you so sad today? Or why are you not talking today? Or whatever the case may be, you know, ask a question. It doesn't mean you're bothering them. It doesn't mean you're intruding in their yeah. lives. Just ask a question, man. I mean, you know. Yeah, even in the sense of bringing back up my uh, social anxiety where I really don't want to go out and see anybody. It, even e- after I get there and the conversation starts flowing, I'm like, why was I feeling like that? I'm all good. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I put the pressure on myself like, oh, you got to go out and you got to do things and blah, blah, blah. But then when I get there, I'm like, why did I do that? Well, I mean, I don't yeah. understand. This is a good memory that I'm making now, especially, you know, in a sense to where like we're going to be moving areas, we're going to be relocating. And, you know, this may be one of the last times we hang out. So, I mean, it's so important to, you know, just not I feel like overthinking is such a big thing. So mm-hmm. it not that, not overthink. <laughs> that's literally what I was about to say. I was like, our, our mind starts making up all these stories. Yes. And and our mind, oh man, it can go without us even trying. And and like you said, it's like, oh, if I go out, oh, I might stay out too late. I right. To, like all of these I, excuses. Yeah. Yeah. And every excuse sounds good. It does. <laughs> it sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man, it is so true. So true. Well, and then, some, you know, a good aspect, I think a lot of things that lead to that, that social anxiety or, 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 or things like that, is the societal pressure, right? We've been talking about the self-pressure and putting yeah. it on yourself and, 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 you know, going inward and doing that to yourself. But society puts that pressure on you, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, how many times do we hear, you know, if you're not married by this age, what's going on? Yeah. Why aren't you dating anybody? Why are you not going and hanging yeah. out with friends? Why are you – there's all this you should do this by this and you should be this by this and you bam 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 and that so society intentionally or unintentionally puts that pressure on you that you feel like you have to live up and then that starts creeping in your head and talk about the mind just racing like wait a minute is that right should i be this or that should i be and it's not even intentional you just start doing it because that's what society has said you should be doing or not doing yeah that's that in itself is dangerous right like listening to what you should or shouldn't do yeah, yeah uh, I saw this one thing. One, social media can add pressure to you, like like you're For saying. Sure. I saw this one thing, and I know it was meant to be like a helper, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. like um, we we talk to twenty millionaires, and these are the things that they do every day that that helps people along. And it's like, oh well, I dog, I should be doing this, right? And then that's another thing of pressure because. That might have worked for them That's because right. they might have a completely different field at a completely different time of their life. Complete, you know. So, like you said, those social pressures get added on us, and we ha- we 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 have to understand that uh, um, everything doesn't happen in the same vein for everybody. Exactly. But yeah, you're right. So, social media is a thing that is a blessing and a curse. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> oh yeah and i have to check myself sometimes like okay i have to sit this thing down right you you get ha- like you get happy for 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 people and their success and stuff and then when i post stuff you're like oh yeah great you, you get happy but then sometimes i one thing i had to wrestle with uh and i still do is um feeling like i might be bragging mm. because it might pressure on someone else right and it's like no i just want to express yo i'm excited and happy that i've been blessed with this opportunity to be on this show or be in this play um so i'll pull something up and then i'll just i'll remember oh man a, a friend of mine didn't get an audition or didn't or doesn't have an agent or so we can our mind once again playing different tricks on us and stuff is like, oh, now I have pressure on myself about whether I should post something. Exactly. Oh, I should be posting something. Oh, I don't have as many likes, or th- it it just can snowball so much until you literally have to sift through all of that and once again know what your particular goal is and That's what right. you want to do and how you define success in every different thing, like success on my social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It just it it evolves. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Isn't it so weird too? Because it is very much a double edged sword because 
you basically become a brand. You have to brand yourself and put yourself out there and try to promote yourself with social media. But then you go back to when you're a kid and like specifically with playing sports and stuff. Oh, well, you don't want to show off. You don't want to make anybody else feel bad. So it's yeah. like it's this thing to where you're like, but I just want to do good for me. I'm just trying to show the world what I'm doing. I'm not trying to make anybody else feel bad. But you get that pressure mm-hmm. where you're just like, man, I feel like, you know, I I can't necessarily promote myself without making them feel feel bad but it's not one or the other it's just it it's all reactionary like we've it's been talking reaction- about yeah and pride yeah. becomes shame yeah instead of being proud of something that you've accomplished you've you're ashamed of it because you don't yeah. want to have somebody else feel bad participation trophies now everybody's got to feel good <laughs> you can't just be a winner everybody's got to win i'm like wait a minute no like you know but you know the scary side of social media is i feel like because because like you said we tend to have that 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 we always is positive, right? Everything we post is positive. It's again, social media is in a sense, a mask, right? Like it's all, it's all positive. My life is so great. Let me show you every good thing that's happening to me. But we know we never post about the bad days. We never post about, you know, so that in itself is a mask, which can potentially be dangerous, especially if we go full circle in the conversation back to the comparison, right? If we're yeah. comparing our life to that person's social media page, well, shit, we're doing really fucking bad. But oh is that God. life real? That's just their good stuff. That doesn't mean there's not bad shit happening there too. <laughs> That's that mask of ask me how my day was. Because yeah, I had this awesome audition, but I also had this shit happen to me today, <laughs> yeah. right? That's where yeah. you've got to get past that mask and ask. Right, like, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. woo, social media, boy, you can. Everybody's living the life. <laughs> oh my goodness! One of my friends and I, uh, um, we were. It was, it was during the quarantine. We were sitting here and we we're looking at someone's page, and, and, and we both kind of looked at each other, like, are they even going through the quarantine? Right yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, these are highlights. That's right. Everything of their life, not the ups and downs and stuff. And and that is so true, man. Uh, uh, I, I have one friend in particular. I'm not going to get into to any details, but yeah, going on that particular person's page, you would think that they are the czar of, <laughs> of the world, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, you know, they're going through different things, and we we talk constantly, trying to be there for 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 each other and stuff. But yeah, social media can can be definitely be a, a downer and it's bad when you are already in a kind of a anxious or or yeah pressurized place already and then you want to go on social media no stay away oh my gosh so right if you're already anxious and suffer from anxiety the second you don't get enough likes you're just yeah. in a downward spiral like oh my um, god yeah let's it's, come on we should not base life on likes right like yeah, yeah oh my gosh man but so many people do, though. It's it's terrifying, and that's that pressure again to live up to. Well, Sally got eighty five likes, and I only got four. Like, oh shit, yeah. what do I need to do different? I'm like, yeah, nothing. I, I think that's the important thing. Like we've kind of been talking about having that, you know, either that outside presence or yourself recognizing, okay, this is when I need to take a break. This oh, yeah. or from yeah. social media, from anything else, and I think that's very important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just being able to recognize that and to try different things. You have to be able to try different things to see what works best for you because if yeah. you're only set on one path, one road, you don't necessarily know if that's the best road for you. Um, exactly. So it's all about just trying to figure everything out, but it's – it's crazy, man. The world we live in, the stuff we put ourselves in, and I mean, it's yeah. it's beautiful but crazy at the same time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what, and though? The- it, it's it's a good thing when we can have conversations with people like yourself. Yes, right. Uh, because uh, getting it out there and 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 understanding, like we're all going through the same shit. Doesn't matter yeah. where we're at, who we are, what our life paths are. We're all going through it. And if we can have these conversations and and have it, and I mean, you know, this one's been up and down. We've been sad. We've been. Thank. By the way, thank you for uh, sharing the the story about Twitch because uh, that that's. That's a difficult situation and to open up like that and feel and show that vulnerability and be able to trust us enough to, to have that conversation. Thank you. Um, 
we really appreciate that a lot and we're here for you on that as well just to let you know but um but like the conversation just you know we're laughing and we're joking you know and and talking but then we are going deep and it's these type conversations that i feel are so necessary to let people know everything's Mm -hmm. okay we're all going through it you are not alone and so we greatly appreciate yourself and 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 people like you to come on and have these conversations with us yeah that's the big thing that's why we started it just to let people know hey like you know you're not alone in these type of situations it's not going to be your exact path but you might have somebody that came on that talked about something that was similar and we were just like you know talking about experiences help bring light to things and help people see that you know they're okay. They can get through it. Maybe I can as well. And we're not trying to change the world, change everybody in mass audiences. As long as we can help somebody one person at a time, that's really what we're striving to do. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. And thank you all for having me, man. I I, I love this conversation. And like you said, conversations like this helps. It helps a lot. Mm -hmm. It not only helps the person that is going through something, but it just helps us individually know that <laughs> anytime something is going on we can talk to somebody we can reach out and, exactly and, that's exactly and right fouls of you know doodling or mm-hmm. bowling or exactly video <laughs> game him but and i ever- talk him and i talk about it all the time like after we do one of these shows after we do one of these episodes we're like man that was a good therapy session yeah like, no, shit. Like, like, totally. just to like get <laughs> that out there yeah. good that's what it's all about i think it's very important yeah. but man again thank you so much for coming on and sharing your experiences your story i mean you are always one of our favorites so i mean i just like i said i just knew i had to reach out to you and make this happen because i knew it would be a good conversation that could help pass along that stuff for the next yeah. person so thank you so much Thank you all for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime. Well, and hey, truly, anytime, pick up that phone. You need anything, you just let us know, and and we are there, my man. Hey, same here. Same here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, listen, take care, and we will talk to you soon, my man. Amen. Same to you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Man, just another good conversation. I love the people we've been fortunate enough to interact with in the entertainment industry and to further become friends because there's so many people like that now where you just realize they're just human beings. They got their own stuff going on and to be able to share stories like that because like we said in the interview, it is a safe space and we feel comfortable enough with each other to share this stuff. So it was it was a beautiful conversation. It really was. And I like the point that you just made because on our other podcast, It Calf Podcast, you know, we interview and it's all about, ooh, celebrity guests and all this kind of, but it's important to remember that we're all just people yes. and they're just people and we're all going through the same stuff, ups and downs, goods and bads. We're all going through it. So to have somebody come on and talk like that and feel safe and, and feel like they can open up, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. I agree. Thank you so much, Charlie Hudson, for coming back on the show. Everybody, be sure to follow to social media accounts everything's okp for okay podcast that's on twitter and instagram of course follow all of the other accounts you can find them basically anywhere and everywhere crazy ant media we appreciate you guys thank you so much and remember everything's okay